the boss rather, and we shall open the lines to you to talk to him on zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. As you know, I will monopolize him for about ten minutes, and then I will allow you to call about any issue. You can call to congratulate him. You can call to commiserate with him because I'm told that BAT also has to deal with counterfeit cigarettes coming into the country. You can also call, by the way, if you know him from home, to pay you back the money he never paid you when you were still at high school. It's fine. We will take that call. We don't limit any call. Where does this journey begin? Originally, I'm from Kwazulu-Natalempangin in a village called Ongoe. Um, I was born there yeah. in a family of... So you uh, literally had to walk to university, but let me not fast track, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so basically, I, I, I did my primary education um, in my village, around yeah. my village, where I used to walk about 10 kilometers to school, barefoot. Um, and then I, after that, in 1993, the violence in my area where I, I, I grew up uh, intensified. So yeah. I had to relocate to Eskawin, which is a township... Uh, closer to my hometown, yes. Just to finish my son at nine and son at ten, because education for me was 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 the only thing that could get me out of poverty, and that could really change the, the, the my life and yes. my family life. So I was focused on it. So though it was hard to get decent education because of my family background and the difficulties in the area, yeah. But I said I'd rather die than not go to school. Wow, I'd rather die than not go to school. Than go, go to school. But when you talk about family background, what do you mean? Tell, tell us more about the home you are born in, mom, dad, siblings. Okay, I've got uh, three brothers yeah. and one sister. So what made tough, what made it hard for me is that my family was really poor. Um, that's why at the age of 13, I had to work. I work in a sugarcane farm so I could support uh, my education, yeah. but also be of help at, 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 at home with the, the, the family difficulties that my family was going through. So life was hard, and that's why at the age of about 12, 18, I had to make a choice as to what is it that I was going to do to get myself and my family out of poverty. And the, the, the area in Pangen itself, what kind of place was it when you were growing up, 6, 7, 14, you know, those ages? Very rural, and it lacked a lot of basics. I mean, uh, the infrastructure wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Even the inspiration in terms of people that could you could look up to as yeah. mentors, there were not a lot of them. Which, I mean, which is exactly what I was going to lead yes. to. That how then do you, I mean, I, I can tell that you're saying you had to get education to get yourself out of the loop of poverty and, 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 and all those things. But so not, nobody to look up to, nobody, that guy that you say, I see that guy is an astronaut or whatever else, I'd like to be like him. The best that, um, I mean, uh, we had in my era were a f- couple of teachers. Yeah. So in the family where I work uh, in the in the sugarcane plantation, the, 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 the people from that family, a lot of them were teachers. Yes. And as, as I was working there earning 150 a day, you know, I, I got inspired by them, you know, as, as teachers. And, and that's why one of the things that really um, excited me was education can yeah. get you out of poverty. So you complete your matric Eskawin? I completed my matric Eskawin in Lavuzo uh, High School. Uh-huh. And then after that, I went to University of Zululand. To go to university was quite a challenge. Well, I was about to ask, where does the money come from? Because I don't think the 150 bought you any space into university. <laughs> the, 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 to go to university, really, what, what had to happen, my father had one cow. He had to sell that cow. And the money that I got from there was about 1200 which was not sufficient for a registration fee, which was about 1.6 at the time. 
But uh, my father said, sell this cow, my boy, and go get a driver's license, and then you can drive a mafofo. At the time when I was growing up, there were cars yeah, called I mafofo. Remember that, yeah. And then I said to my father, I've got bigger dream than driving a mafofo, Baba. I would like to go to university. And then he said, how are you going to do that? Because this is all I have. Um, I then said, it's fine. I'll go there um, as long as I can get the money to register. And one of my relatives, Kumbuzongob, who was my uncle, uh, offered to basically top up and help me get mm. enough money just to register. And basically, I had enough money just to register. And then after that, I had a very tough time because all I had every month, my uncle offered to give me 50 rands every month. So I live off this 50 rand for my first aid university. This was 1996. And at the time... There was no value in 50 rand in 1996. There was no value. So basically, how I used to survive, I would eat what was left off uh, from other students from the dining halls. And I did that for about a year so that I could but work. at the time, where, do you st- where are you staying? Um, the 50 rand I, was, I had, I was using it to rent a place where I was staying because there were some, I'll call it a shack, where you, you live and basically you live with basics. And I would live also with relatives. And when it's exams time, I'll stay on campus. Um, though I didn't have a decent accommodation, but I'll sleep on the floor in one of my friend's room so that I could be on campus and prepare for, for school. But my first year, really, I focus on excelling in my schoolwork. And I, I did excel. I was rated the best student, which then opened doors for me to get bursaries. After I was rated the best student, the rector of the university at the time was Professor Charles Lamin, who's late, mm. called me to his office to say, you've done so well. Who are you? Where do you come from? Then I had an opportunity to tell him about my story. But first, I had to excel and work hard for me to be noticed. Made. I did not use the poverty. I did not use the, my background to ask for favors. No blackmail. You no had black to do mail. the work. I had to do the work first. After then doing the work, then I got a platform where I could speak about who I am, where I come from. Then from that I can time, imagine, though, when you stood in front of him, Musibalkul, there were tears in your eyes when you told your story. Yes, yes. He was very touched. Actually, he reached to his pocket and he gave me 600 rents to go buy clothes. So the first decent clothes I had uh, were bought by him. Uh, through that 600 friends that he gave me and he supported me a lot but basically my fortune changed really after excelling in my schoolwork and then from 1997 I then had by the end of the year I had about three buzzers which at the end of the year I had a surplus and I could basically claim some money which I used to support my mother and my siblings then I started paying school fees for my siblings wow. my brother is an engineer now wow. and I, I, I funded his education from, from working hard but what I can say is Basically being dedicated and having a bigger vision that could keep me going regardless of how I felt. There were times at university where I did not have shoes and students would make fun of me. Um, even lecturers would make fun of me. But the dream that I had was big enough to carry me and to ignore all the, in- the embarrassment that I went through. His name is Bongusa Makatini. He's our guest on uh, Meet the Boss. I've got a lump on my throat. I was not ready for this story. I thought I'm meeting some high flyer doing great job. I'm starting to regret why I wanted to know about his past. A beautiful story, but very touching story. But of course, for me, it resonates because one of the things that we try to do on this show is keep on reminding our listeners that your today has absolutely nothing to do with your yesterday. And people think it sounds crazy. And when I sit in front of somebody like you, you're just proving that right every time. But you're also proving a lot of other theories right, that not, none of us is self-made. There is somebody somewhere 
who's going to sacrifice to make you get there. Sometimes it's a group of people, sometimes it's a community, sometimes it's one person. In this case, the old man had to sell the cow. Was it male or female? It was a female cow. Oh, so that was not a bull story. <laughs> uh, and, you know, then there was the prof, the prof, you know, who, who gave you that break. And then the besseries came in. But there was one other person involved. Yeah. Most importantly, that was you. You had to work hard to make these opportunities manifest. Yeah. Wow. So you complete your first degree. I complete my first degree, yes. And what happens after that? After completing my first degree, I then... Um, at the time, through the bursaries that I got, I had basically enough money to keep my mother and my siblings going. Uh, so I could then continue to do an honors degree, which I did. Um, after getting my honors degree. I suppose at that time, now it's better. You've got clothes, you've got shoes, and maybe in the name of Zach Booger, man. In fact, from 1997, my life changed because yeah. after getting bursaries, I got involved in student politics also, which also There's gave more me, confidence yeah, now. It's yeah, more confident yeah. and life is, is, is going to the right direction. Mm. And um, I mean, from that perspective, then I was able to do an honors degree. And then after passing my honors degree, I felt I, the university offered me a job. Um, but the first, before they offered me a job, I had an opportunity to go overseas yeah. because of um, I had excelled on my schoolwork and on leadership. I got an opportunity to go to London. Uh, after coming back, then the rector and the university... So Lampard gets onto a flight to go to London after f- all this. The first flight I wow. took was the flight to London. God, that's too bold. <laughs> the very first flight of your life the takes you to flight. the UK. Yes. Wow, yeah. mate. So then I got back. Then I was offered a job as a student development officer and as a part-time lecturer at the same time. Yeah. So in, in, in 2001, I had two jobs with the University of Zuland as a lecturer, part-time lecturer and a student development officer. Which a year a job which I did for a year, and then at the end of the year I got an offer from a company called Accenture Management Consulting Firm, yeah. where then I had to relocate to Johannesburg, and this was basically the start of my life in a, in a corporate world. At this point, how how is family reacting? What are things happening back home? As as now this light at the end of the tunnel seems to be a great light, not of an oncoming locomotive. You know, it it was quite um, challenging for them because. What I went through was quite embarrassing for my family. I remember at some point my grandmother, mother, my late grandmother saying, because this university is not very far from my home. Yes. So people will make, uh, will, will talk to my family that your child is an embarrassment. He, he, he doesn't have shoes. You know, why can't he just stop this thing? And, 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 and a number of times my family will say, maybe you should give up because it's not easy. So when finally they saw that, you know, my vision and my dreams were, were taking shape and were coming alive, they, they got to accept that miracles do happen. Hmm. So, and then my focus really was to give my parents and my siblings what they've always dreamed about. My mother's dream was to have a house of her own. So the first thing I did when I finished university, I bought a home for my mother and for my siblings. So that was important to her. Okay, I think I've got his story, and I've made my deductions about what moves this man. I'm going to invite you to join up this conversation with our boss on Meet the Boss, is Bong Musa Makatini, area head of legal and external affairs at uh, British American Tobacco, Southern Africa. But I don't want to take anything away from that organization. It's more about this man, really. This conversation is about him and taking nothing away from everyone he's worked for, but his story is an amazing story, and I'd like us to talk. You can call us on 89 on Twitter, at Rams by the Horns, 
and on Facebook is Metro FM Talk with Rem. Somebody actually on Twitter has already asked, what is the Twitter handle of the guy in studio or his name? He's very inspirational. Do you have, are you on Twitter? Yes, I am. People want to, <laughs> people want to acknowledge you. A viewer Nombe wants to acknowledge you. So what's your Twitter handle? Bongumusa Mac. Bongumusa Mac. I'm going to yeah. write it there Bongumusa to make it. M A K H. Or with an H. Yes. Okay, we're going to put it out there. You can then uh, tag the man as you communicate with us. He's our guest on Meet the Boss, and we take any question. Did you say underscore? No. Oh, that's just Mac. Yes. Great stuff. Bong Musa, I, I pick up as I listen to you. Maybe before I go there, there are things that you did in your life that when I looked at you, CV or your 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 uh, what do you call it a resume, resume or biography stand out for me and they stand out and they I think they say a lot about you. One program that I got to know about some time ago in life is the uh, owner driver program at SA Breweries. And uh, my sources tell me there was one bongusa behind that program. Tell us about it a bit. Owner driver scheme was there before my time yes. at SAB. <clears throat> uh, but when I joined SAB, that program was already there. Yeah. But what, what was key about them really was to create an opportunity for people who were disadvantaged, give them an opportunity to become business owners. And that for me, it's, it's truly empowering because at the end of the day, we all have dreams. But if you then, you get an opportunity to own something and make something out of it. Yes. It transforms your life, and not only your life, but your family at the same time. So SAB has done well, really, in impacting lives in a real sense. Yes. And that is what we always need, an opportunity to impact people's lives. That's correct. Let's take a break. When we come back, we are on 89 I will read your tweets. I'll invite you into this conversation with the man, because if you're not careful, I'll talk to him alone forever. Opportunity Tuesday. Opportunity Tuesday. On talk with Rams Mabote. Opportunity Tuesday. You know my favorite story. Every time we take a break and I have a, an inspirational guest, I get to hear more stuff off air. But this time I'm going to force him to repeat something that he just told me on air. Bong Musa Makatini, my guest on Meet the Boss. His area head of legal and external affairs at British American Tobacco, Southern Africa. When you're at university, you are a squatter. I want you to talk about that experience and things that you went through as briefly as you can. To be a squatter is a very difficult thing at university. So, because when the security guards are patrolling, you have basically to run away and hide. So, what I used to do, I'll go to the library, I'll study until 10 o'clock. When the library closes at 10, I'll have to move and look for a lecture hall, a classroom that was not locked. I'll go to the lecture room and I'll sit there, study, when maybe it's like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the midnight and I'm feeling cold. I'll try to sneak back to the hostel and sneak into a, a, a bathroom where there's a shower. I'll open hot water. I'll stand there for hours just to feel warm. That's what I had to go through. But... Because I was focused, I knew what I wanted. That's why the second day, I was rated the best student. So in all that, you still became the best student? I still became the best student. But you had the unfair advantage of spending more time in the library because you had no place to stay. 
<laughs> Mate, it's an amazing story. Do you know how many of us quit at the first sign of difficulty? The challenge is that when you quit, then basically you're, you're succumbing to the circumstances. And, and conditions and circumstances should not define who you are. We should be able to fight and achieve our dream, regardless of what we encounter on the way. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. I am done with him. If I get a chance, if you don't monopolize him, I'll ask him more questions. But for now, as they say in the court of law, your witness. And we start with Tabani in Durban. Good evening, mate, and thank you very much for calling. Uh, thanks, friends. Uh, Tabani, uh, how are you, Bongusa? I'm well. How are you doing, Tabani? I am um, well. I'm well. Thank you. Uh, your story is very touching. I wanted to ask you other questions now. Uh, yeah, I heard your story about the shower. <laughs> yeah, it's very touching. But um, yeah, we also went through um, uh, tough uh, situations. Um, but um, my question, yeah, Tabani, I see that you worked really hard. Uh, I see the passion. You know, and, Tabani uh, is you, the caller. He, his name is Bong Musa. Bong Musa, sorry. <laughs> Bong Musa, uh, I, I just want to know, uh, when when uh, are you going to start your own business? Are you looking to start your own business? Because I think uh, we need you. We are working for big companies. We need you to become the owner so uh, you can hire us, Bong Musa. Okay, listen on the radio and he shall respond. Don't worry, we we'll take a few of them, then you respond. Uh, Sfiso in Florida, good evening. Evening, Bong Musa. Yeah, what's Sfiso? Hi, Bong Musa. I'm going to go to the Kubonga, I'm going to go to the My question, and I've got a question and an ask. The question is what are your projections and what are your plans to make certain with all the black children? learn from you and the ask that i have from you is please please make a movie of your life uh, Sfiso, yeah, why, why don't you and i come up with that plan own the rights to that movie and then you know singer don't give him the idea. He's going to take it to other people. You and I can do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and own the rights. I can see it in my eyes. Please. I can see it too, my brother. I can <laughs> see it too, Sfiso. Koto, thank you very much for the call. And I'll make sure he responds. Uh, Tapelo in Balfour. Good evening, mate. Hi, hi, Rams. How are you, mate? Dark and lovely. How are you, mate? I'm doing, I'm doing. I just want to speak to uh, your guest over there. Bong Musa is listening to you, mate. Babu Bong Musa, which are you going to do? I'm I'm one, I'm one, man. Uh, thank you very much, my brother, to have such people who encourage uh, those who have lost hope. Uh, why I'm saying that is because I can relate to your story. And some of us, especially the young generation or the young people of today, we have given hope and to the point that we end up uh, doing things that we're not supposed to be doing. You know, uh, if I can just, in a minute, just to share your story, my story also, that's why I'm saying I can relate to you, is that I couldn't complete my, my metric, and I thought it was the end of, 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 of me, and I couldn't do anything, because I'm working in the industry, which is mine. Yes. But due to occupational, occupational courses, I managed to get to a level whereby I ended up 
being registered with the university, with one of the universities in, in, in three states. And you can't you can believe today, I just obtained, I'm graduating next week on the 8th at Central University of three states for my PK. And I started to see the bigger picture now when I was in the system. I so wish we could have such shows and such people encouraging our young brothers and sisters that there is hope, there is a solution to whatever challenges that we face on a day-to-day basis, my brother. Thank you very much, Tapelo. And thank you for listening, mate. Let's respond to those three, Mativi and Pumi, and everybody on Twitter, or everybody calling, I'll come back to you. Let's respond to Tabani, Sfiso, and Tapelo. Thank you, thank you. I mean, the question whether I want to start my own business, I, I, I did start a business at some point, mm-hmm. but I came to realize that actually I can do better in corporate. Yeah. And that's when I decided to focus on corporate, and I believe that it's working for me. Um, in terms of creating opportunities for other kids or other black uh, children who are of the same background as me, I meant over 30 young people. Um, you know, across the globe. You mentor 30, over 30. Over 30. And um, what, what I also do, I visit schools in rural areas and basically pick children who are doing well but who don't have money and I sponsor them, you know, give them decent, at least decent education than the one I got and help them to get to university. Some of the students that I've sponsored are already working, some are running businesses. And I believe that each, each and every one of us, if we just adopt one or two kids, we can make a difference. Um, about doing a movie, I do a lot of uh, talking, um, I mean, talks in, 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 in churches and schools where I can basically motivate people and mm. say, dream big and pursue your dream regardless of what we encounter. And then, of course, uh, the, uh, well, yeah, that was what are you doing to help black children? You do mentorship and stuff like that. Why is mentorship important to you or important in life generally? Mentorship is the quickest way to get to your dreams without paying the school fees that other people have to pay. That's one. But secondly, you know, when you dream as a person, as a child, something that gives color to your dreams is to see somebody who has achieved what you always dream about. But thirdly, it, it, it gives you somebody to hold your hand, you know, and that will make you see far. It's like you're standing on the shoulders of giants and you can see where you cannot see on your own, but because... You're standing on somebody else or you're learning from somebody else. It helps you. It accelerates your growth. That's been helpful to me. 089-110-3377 on Twitter. Ed Rems by the horns or Ed Bongumusa Maka. He actually got his own Twitter handle wrong. It's got an A at the end. So I found it myself and uh, I corrected it. So you can tag him. Tony on Twitter says, Bongumusa may not realize it now, but stories such as his add hope to hopeless Lives. Evening. This is a very motivating story. Hey, keep it up, Bong Musa. says, That time I'm, procrast- I'm procrastinating on so much work. I'm numb. You're not the only one, especially. You're not the only one. I'm going home to start work from scratch. Anthony says, Brahms, this guy is powerful. As an upcoming businessman, I'm inspired. And I'll read more and more as they come. We are on zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. Okay, no, no. Uh, that black, that bold chick says, "Your, your today is not determined by your yesterday. You can't need this guy. Is serious goals. People are loving you. Let's speak to Sandile in Devon. Good evening, Sandile, and thank you for the call. 
Yeah, good evening, sir. I'm Sandy Leshawalala. I'm in Echeguini. Wrong Musa, how are you? I'm good, Sandy. How are you doing, Mkaya? <laughs> no, thanks, thanks, Tutuam. No, I, I just have only two things. One, I, I want to tell the world that even if you have been successful in so many things, the humility that oozes from you is really humbling for any and everybody. Um, I think you came at the university after some of us were there, but you still could maintain very good humility even after you've succeeded. So we want to thank you for that and teaching us all that. But also I want to ask one question. Why is it that particularly um, black young people are failing to succeed and realize that hurdles will always be there in life but you just need to jump them. Why are we failing to have that and then end up saying government should sponsor us on things? Thank you. Great stuff. Thank you very much, Sansa. Uh, Tapelo in Rustenburg. Good evening. Hi, how's it, Ren? I'm well, mate. How are you? Good, thanks. Brabongs, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing, sir? Awesome, thanks. Just a quick one. Uh, you know, you are echoing my sentiments because I, I strongly believe in what you've just said. But then my question is, how does one link with you to tap into your wisdom to ensure that what you're passionate about uh, is is carried out across uh, all our villages and all our townships? Because the biggest challenge that we have is that most of our successful guys never come back to share their story in Mm. terms of how they did it. The only time we see them is, you know, when they come with their flashy cars, Tapelo, so where is Helen? No, I'm just saying, you know, the other day we were talking about this thing that if you go to multiracial schools, yeah, uh, you will see a board with so many companies, white owned companies that are sponsoring that school. But when you come to Etasi, you've got business people, but we never really look at how do we sponsor these schools and how do we support these schools. Great so stuff. If, yeah, if one wants to tap into your wisdom, how can we link with you? And how can we engage with you? Thank you. Before you leave, I have bad, bad news, Tapelo. Okay, Tapelo is gone. Tapelo is gone. But I wanted to tell him that about three minutes ago, I signed an exclusive contract uh, to manage uh, Bong Musa. So you speak <laughs> through me <laughs> to, to, to get to the next level. Matibe in Springs, good evening, mate. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I am very well. Um, motivating story I hear for tonight. Mm. But I have a quick, uh, a quick question. Yeah. Um, I have been writing a movie. I have scripts and everything. So I just uh, want to find out if ever I can get uh, to ask if ever is it possible for me to get people, the right people that can help with broadcasting and all that because I know the industry, you might end up uh, giving your script to the wrong people and all that. Hmm. Very, very interesting one. Thank you, Matibe. Thank uh, you. Um, I just want to start with uh, Sandile's question. Why do black kids struggle don't, don't worry, I'm speaking to my producer on the other side. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, you right. continue with your story. Okay, all <laughs> yeah. right, thanks. So, so my observation, this is not a judgment to, to, to black kids, but um, it's the majority of, of, of them lacks resilience. 
And then also they avoid hard work. They like shortcuts. Mm-hmm. And they like a life of showing off. You know, even when they have the little, they want the whole world to think they've made it when they have not made it. My view is this. For any tree to be able to withstand storm, bad weather, they need to be deeply rooted. Invest more time in developing yourself. Stay humble. And don't avoid hard work. Because shortcuts in life don't last and they're not sustainable. However, can I interrupt a bit? Would it be fair without giving excuses that at the same time, and I, say, I, I think that's part of what Tapelo is asking you to respond to Tapelo now, that the, the, the easiness with which these black kids give up, don't work hard, don't aspire for much more, is also because, as Tapelo says, we don't, they're not exposed to, to tough role models like you. They don't realize that their sorry story is actually a Sunday school picnic compared to what you went through. I agree. Because, and I agree with Chappell that a lot of people who've made it, they, they tend to hide where they come from. Yes. They pretend as if they were born when everything was alright. And, and I do believe that if we're not basically help and turn around to the situation of our people and of our country, we've got to share our experiences. We shouldn't shy away from going out there, meeting people and talking to them. And yeah. I'm, I'm really very keen in mobilizing you know, people who, who've got decent careers to go back to where they come from and make a difference. Okay, and then uh, I don't know about my TV story. She's writing a movie. She needs help. My TV story is quite a tricky one, but what, what, what I'll suggest is that maybe we need to find a way for, 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 for her to get my email address, and then mm-hmm. maybe we can talk and see what else we can do to help her. Great stuff. 089 You're on Meet the Boss. Our guest, who is the boss, is Bongmusa Makatini. He is head legal and uh, corporate affairs at uh, British American Tobacco. And he's our guest at this rate, I can confirm, till 9 p.m. Because the lions want to talk to the men, so I'm not going to get rid of him. I'm going to allow him to speak forever. When you, can, when you inspire people, my brother, we keep you right here. Uh, on Twitter... There is, there is somebody, but I'm not understanding. Somebody is, is tweeting a, a story about you that appeared on, uh, I think it's Destiny Man. Yes. But I'm not getting the question. So I'm not going to read the question. But I'm, I want to refer to that because I read the Destiny Man piece. And I ask myself, has Isolezwe Ilanga uh, and Ukos, have they profiled you? It's wonderful to see you there. But there's this kid, Empangini, Eskawini, Ongoye, who needs to see a story of a man from their own town and must say, I want to dream like this guy. They, want, they must hear your story on Ukos. It's beautiful to speak on Metro FM and I love the fact that we've got you. <laughs> but Ukosini, have they heard you? No, no, they haven't. They must hear you there. Those seven million listeners must hear you, my brother. Neo in Alexandra, thank you for the call and good evening to you. Good evening, brother. I'm you. I'm very well made. How are you? I'm very well. Made. We are listening, um, Neo. Oh, yes, Mr. Ramza. I'd like to add on what um, the brother just said. I totally agree with what he said about um, children in township schools. You know, I was busy with my economic homework now, and 
I'm a kid who also goes to a township school, and I'm like, wow, this is true, because you once had a company, and it's upgrade. They came to school, and they gave us leadership program and mentorship programs. Mm. And they were like, at the end of the year, each and every term will be taking reports. So majority of them failed, and then some of us went through to the next grade. And at, um, at the beginning of the year, they were shocked, like, how can a large number of people not be serious about this type of opportunity? Because mm. this is something that is so rare in such a community like Alexandra. Hmm. So, basically, Neo, you are lamenting that we're not hungry enough sometimes. Yes, I think people just don't see opportunities that are in front of them. I think we tend to take them for granted most of the time because, like, I'm dedicated, as I call now, I'm proud of the school I go to, but I'm not proud of the people who are there because majority of the people, like, Abanataba, they don't care. They just mm. think, okay, sharp. We're just going to school, and this is what we're going to do, and that's it. Mm. Okay, now thank you very much for the call, and keep up the hard work. Next time, I will be talking to you here on air. You'll be the next boss, mate. I would like to stand. It's going to happen, mate. It's going to happen. Me. From my mouth to God's ears. Nultando, Kwamashu. Good evening. Hi, but, hi, Parang. How are you? Yeah, Pila Gunja Nultan. Yeah, Pila Putam, yeah, Pila. Mm-hmm. So no, it's just a quick com- it's a comment you told Putbong Mosa. Mm-hmm. Yes, Nultan. No, while I was listening to him uh, telling his story, you know, at the cemetery, you know, thinking, I want to, they can through, go through so much and yet they can be somewhere else. Sambong Eluguti is more actually so now. It put him somewhere else in life. Where he, he is now. I hope our kids are listening out there. I hope so too, Noltando. But if they're not yeah. listening, this will be on podcast. Take it to them. Make sure they listen again and again mm. and again. Yeah? We, mm. we will yeah. podcast this feature. Because we need such people who can tell their stories and they can, so that they can hear and see that they can still do something about their situations too. You know? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have a great Thank evening. Thank you so much, yeah. Thank you. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. In Johannesburg, Tebo. Good evening. Good evening, Doctor Ramskamanaka. Hey, Tatebza. How are you, my brother? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm blessed. Mm. Just by listening to this man, I am blessed. I am humbled, but I'm also encouraged to try towards working in assisting um, the young students in the townships. One, I want to just say that Exactly. Uh, but it never says Really? I thought you know? so. Hey, and that, because you see, when we get to this, um, from the difficulty of what this man has grown through, and you listen to his name, that says... Um, Mm-hmm. You know, I guess at the time that they named him uh, mm-hmm. in their lives. Yes. Uh, but difficulty he went through. But because the grace of God never ceases and it's enough and sufficient for all of us, it took him through. Yeah. Rems, I'm from a foundation and so we had to call each one teach one foundation. Um, it's formed by members of the former COSAS. And I like the fact that Bongusa uh, was also in student politics. Mm. And the main drive is to try and encourage young ones and award them as well as encourage excellence.
But the one common aspect that I find from his story is the fact that it is mostly the most difficult growing students that excel. His story is similar to one of the matriculants we sponsored two years ago through GCRA as well as uh, our foundation, Each One Teach One Foundation, of a young boy that lived in a shack. Mm. And the shack was small because there was a family of four living in it. And he was using an old car that was parked in the yard as his study place. So he would sit in that car in the evening when everybody goes to bed. He will be in that car with a small phone torch and using that uh, torch Mm. to go through his books. He did excellently. He's in university through the the, the, the GCRA sponsorship, uh, as well as the the, the, the Department of Education and the Ishwan Foundation. So what I'm saying to Bong Mumosa is that I I appreciate what he's doing, but I'd also like to engage him further for the programs that we have uh, uh, from our foundation, especially in terms of encouraging. We're not asking for handouts, but we want the young ones to know that everybody that has made it, they've gone through and even more harder situations than they do and, than, and they have today. But Absolutely I'm very much uh, encouraged by that. Thank you, Tebza. We shall make sure that he shares some detail of his where he can be reached. Uh, as you know, it's going to happen through his new agent. Joe, in Centurion, <laughs> good evening. Good evening, Rams. Hello, Joe. Makatini. Ah, Joe, my brother, how are you doing? I'm fine and you. I'm good. I'm so blessed to hear you on the radio telling your story. But Rams, I must say, I bear testimony to what he is saying, being humble and making that it's possible for other people to have opportunities as well. Mm. In 2010, I didn't know this man. I got someone to say there's a guy called Bungumusa who wants people to do training. Can I ask him to call you? And I said, yes. Now, what I had on the telephone, at the the end of the telephone, it was this gentleman who, like I felt, I could work with him. And since 2010, I've been continuing that program. I even started my own company, continuing where Bongobusa gave me an opportunity, and I'm so thankful for him. Uh, Joe, you did not wait for the man to die to speak over his coffin. You acknowledged him while he's alive. And that yes, is important. I, I, I never had an opportunity to thank him this way. But uh, last night, um, I discovered that he's one of the people on the panel for the SABC board. I was hiding that for the last moment. Hey, Joe, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote to the portfolio committee, you know, I don't know. I mean, what I wrote is like, I couldn't stop because I was feeling so good inside me. And knowing that this man can serve the country better in that seat of being in the board of SABC. I have absolutely no doubt we need a man like this on this board. Joe, thank you very much for the call. Thank you. On this round, the last, uh, no, not on this round, the last caller on this round. We'll take more calls on 089 but on this round, Muzi, let's hear you, mate, from uh, Senton. Oh, go your name, course. <laughs> so, so, uh, I want to tell you a very short story. Um, it's it, sometime in 2001. I'm doing my final year degree in accounting, mm-hmm. uh, intending to be a chartered accountant. 
we at Investor Zulu and the fellow in the studio is uh, is responsible for bringing companies to recruit um, in, 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 at Investor Zulu. And um, one of the companies that showed up, which was in consulting and IT, uh, I didn't like them, or I didn't like the people who presented, who came to represent them, and I decided I was not going to uh, apply yeah. in that company. Mm. So when I go to visit him, uh, that's my friend, by the way, uh, so when I go to visit him in his office, he says to me, if I don't apply in this organization or in this company, uh, it will be our end of our <laughs> friendship. <laughs> and, he was so, <laughs> and he was so persuasive that... Uh, he actually made me believe that our friendship was going to end. Wow. And it was, the, it was like the last two hours of the application to go into the company. And he was meant to be taking this to the post office. And uh, I, for some reason, I rushed and got in my CV together, everything certifying all of the certificates I applied. And eventually, I joined the company. I was the only person who was actually, who ended up being employed. Uh, out of about 100 and all people that have applied, I don't know what he had seen. I don't know why he forced me to apply. But he absolutely changed my career from what I wanted to be to what I am now actually practicing to date. I'm still doing IT and management consulting in now a different company. I spent about 12 years in the company where I, he, he forced me to, to join. Now, what, I, what I'm trying to say about this fellow is that he's always been passionate about people. He's always been a very... Uh, uh, he has an eye for talent for some reason. Uh, he's not older than me, but I look up to him as my brother. I've never said to him this uh, before, but we have long conversations sometimes about different things in life. But I really look up to him, my brother. Keep it up. And I hope that you succeed in whatever that you do in the future. In the words of some broadcaster across the road, can you believe it? Beautiful story, Muzi. Thank you very much. How does it make you feel when you get such acknowledgement from Joe and Muzi? It's, it's humbling. Uh, it's humbling. But what I learned from prominent people like our late President Mandela is that as a leader, you'll always give more than you'll ever get back in your lifetime. And I dedicated my life to impact other lives for the sake of the people who contributed and planted something in my life mm. so that I can give back in one way or the other. I am humbled. On Twitter... Mshangabezi Zugulu says, indeed, Rams, Ukozi uh, have to invite Bongumusa so that their 7.7 million listeners can get to hear, uh, to hear it as you did at Metro FM. I couldn't agree more, mate. I, I think everybody must hear this man's story. And then, uh, Itumelem Mutibi says, uh, Bongumusa and Rams, I salute both of you. Uh, I'm motivated. I'm not sure why you salute me to me. I'm just, you know, a guy who calls people on the radio and they tell their stories. I am the other fellow. And then again on Twitter, uh, Cindy says, Sure, Bongmusa's story. Hi, Banza, very touching. I feel so useless in life when you hear such stories. Well, don't feel useless. Feel motivated. It's a chance for you to think differently and do things differently. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. It's about twelve minutes before nine o'clock. You are on Meet the Boss. My guest is Bong Musa Makatini. He is the boss. He is this man who's just made everybody excited about listening to radio on a Tuesday evening. But Bong Musa, there's another subject that you're very passionate about. It's education. Yeah, e- education is, is very important because you know when you look at people 
sort of walking through life without necessarily context, without having a perspective that can help guide them and, and guide their decision. It's a shame. Uh, they can become self-destructing in a way. So my view is we, we've got to empower ourselves and it starts with education. We shouldn't shy away from going to school yeah. and studying. I mean, junior degree, diploma is not enough. You must continue studying. And the reason why that is important, the life we lead uh, are very complex. And the problems we deal with are very complex. Yes. And they complicate and they become more and more complex every day. So you can't stop studying. You can't stop empowering yourself so that you can remain relevant and be able to deal with day-to-day challenges. Damn, why didn't you tell me this earlier? <laughs> is it not late for me to study now? It's never late. It's um, never um, late. Um, um, no, it's never late. Aish. Mam Tandega, thank you very much for your patience. Good evening to you. Good evening, Ram. I would like to say to Bongus, well done, Janam. In fact, I miss Marai. Just keep up this good spirit. And I wish you could influence other children too. In fact, I'm sure many people are listening. I would like to say to you what I, what I once said to Rams. I once said to Rams, Alice Velut Aquila Rum Sugent. That's what I'm saying to you today. It means yes. yes. Thank you. For they shall fly it is for they shall fly like the wings of the eagle. So Dinga Dinga and Dak. Thanks a lot. Wow. Thanks. Mama and have a great evening. Peace in uh, Midrand. Good evening, mate. Good evening, Rams. How are you, my brother? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. In fact, I'm marvelous now that... Uh, there are individuals like uh, the gentleman you have in the studio mm-hmm. that exist in our midst. Um, I just wanted to say it is good that we still have people like him. Uh, he must keep up the good work and uh, spread the message of um, not having an entitlement to our children and our youth. Because things that come easy are things that are lost easy. Uh, because it's things that are not appreciated. I myself, I'm in the entertainment industry over 25 years. I have not reached probably 10% of what I thought I would achieve when I started. But perseverance keeps me going uh, as it is the matter of success. So if you have a vision, uh, put your work towards it and keep educating yourself and keep finding out about those people that are in that particular industry and what has made them make it in their respective industries that you venture into. Thank you very and much, please. To the brother, uh, God bless you and keep up the good work. Thank you, sir.
Let's take a break. Uh, you may want to clear that throat. Meet the boss on talk with Rams Mabote. Meet the boss. Meet the boss. Meet the boss. cannot believe that it's only four minutes to go before we conclude this show. Couldn't it be about 34 minutes? So we got th- four minutes to spend and conclude our conversation with uh, Bong Musa Makatini. He's our guest on Meet the Boss and I'll take one or two, maybe three calls as we conclude and I'll read the remaining tweets as I say goodbye to him. So we start with Harry calling us from Johannesburg. Good evening, Harry, and thank you very much for the call. Quickly made as we accommodate as many people as we can. Thanks, 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 Rams. This is Harry Culling, now calling from Johannesburg. I'm working from Houghton Department of Education, and we'll appreciate uh, Bongkosi's contact number mm. just to go and motivate our matriculants just to see that we can make it. Yes. Irrespective of our circumstances. I will give you his agent's number. <laughs> no, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> Thank you, Henry. Thank you very much for the call. Right at the end of how things. I'm with the, on the Easter end. Good evening, mate. Good evening, mate. How are you doing, sir? Very well, thank you. How are you? Very well. I just want to say uh, thank you to the guest you have there. Mr. Makatini, how are you? I'm good, Mr. Mgomezul. How are you doing? I'm great, sir. It's a great pleasure to listen to you. You have done so many great things for us at Akane. We listen to you, your motivation every time at church. You work uh, at Akane, and we, we, we are grateful for the caliber of a man that you are. Mm. We gain so much from you, my man, and we really appreciate you. I'm actually uh, a mentee of this very powerful giant sitting next to you, sir. Oh, man. And I just want to say he's a very encouraging and life-changing man, a motivator and a humble guy indeed, a great and true leader. I was listening to him the previous week, and uh, he was talking on the illicit trade of uh, tobacco. Yes, of tobacco, yes. Very powerful uh, facts that he, he shared on the on the radio station there, and I'm saying he's, he's he's very motivational, and he knows exactly what he's talking about. He's a man who knows what he wants. <laughs> and, uh, Thank you very much for the call, You have to be the very last call on this one. Good evening to you. You get you get the best for last, Itumeleng. As always. Yeah, what's up, one Itumeleng? You are a leader, and not just any leader, a leader of note. Mm. You know, I've never met uh, anyone in your in your caliber or or and uh, I can say to say the man that you're sitting next to, chilled, calm, humble, know what you're doing. And 
all I can say is all the best. And Siabong Utinje Uben is cut. You send them is cut. It simply says that our nurse is cut. You send them to you. You send them to you. metro. Siabong is cut. Siabong Thank you very much for the call. Let me read a few tweets as we conclude. Uh, Bruce says, Thank you. Uh, Rams. Uh, uh, yeah, people remind me of how old I am uh, for bringing Bong Musa. Thank you, Brabongi. Thank you for your story. Motivated. Uh, Boy Sipomnis is uh, celebrating small achievements. It brings a huge impact to our society. Meet the boss. Well done, but Bong Musa. Uh, Tony says, Rams, please tell Bong Musa to follow me back on Twitter so he wants to follow. He says, I've got an idea involving people like him and Department of Education, which I could tell you too but I don't want to reveal too much on the TL. We shall make sure that he follows you, Tony, and tell him the story. Kabash, I have no words to thank you, but I have just one line to actually make a request. Yes, sir. The journey has just begun. You have to go and touch more souls out there and tell your story to many other people. Repeat this story again and again and again. Even if it changes one person, it's one person who would not have changed. So please go do this work. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. It's wonderful having you here. One day when I'm, I have the appetite and I'm excited, I'll talk about illicit cigarettes. But, you know, well, <laughs> That frankly, pays my bills, eh? It pays your bills, mate. You know, I know that I should have spoken about illicit cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. I think that it's been an amazing one hour and ten minutes, by the way. This is the longest Meet the Boss feature we've done. We always do one hour max, but generally about 45 minutes. You did one hour and 10 minutes. Bong Musa Makatini, you've been great. Thank you, sir. We are going to... What details should we, do we put? Which email address do we put on our Facebook page for people to contact you? It's my Gmail account. Okay, which is? Bongumusa.makatini at gmail.com. You know you've got a bad record already. Are you sure that's the, the address? That's a correct one. Okay, that's because you've already started very badly. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do Twittering. <laughs> okay. Uh, at gmail.com. We shall repeat it on our Facebook page, Metro FM Talk with Rams. That's the page. Thank you very much for everyone for listening. Thank you very much to all our guests. All the details will be on the page as we always do. So don't call me to ask for their details. It's always on the page. Do like the page, by the way. You know, it's a polite thing to do must have a great evening, my brother. Thank you. It was wonderful having you right here. And to the team, T-Deep and Prudence, who are sitting in for Tato, who took extended leave. Uh, thank you very much to you guys. From me, Rams Mabote, good night and God bless.